Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning. It's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Our number two of a numbers game at VSEN, the sports betting network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Paul Sporer, still to come from FanGraphs, and of course, Sleeper of the Bus podcast to give us some more pre flop baseball bets for his upcoming 2022 season. But first, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the creator of the finest sports betting conference there ever will be on planet Earth. No pressure. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Spanky. How you doing, man? Hey, brother. How are you? Doing very well. Um, listen, you, you already said it on Twitter. The event is sold out. So this is either to make people jealous or to get people hyped who do have tickets. But there is, is there a wait list of some sort? Yeah, you know, in case of a cancellation, we had one ticket released yesterday. Somebody's, uh, uh, you know, there was a death in a family from somebody, unfortunately. So, you know, there's a wait list. It's about 30 people deep. So unless you're in, like, maybe the top five, top ten, I think you might be out of luck, unfortunately. Um, you know, it's just we're trying to get everybody in. It's just uh, it's it's tough. What uh, you, This is Bet Bash 2, to be technical about it. What gave you the initial idea? I don't think I've ever asked you this before. What gave you the initial idea to do this and then to step it up now for the second iteration of it here in Vegas? You know, I always wanted to, I, I, you know, I used to go to the Sloan Sports Analyst Conference. That's the first time you and I met, Gil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I love the camaraderie between the gamblers and everybody. And I said, you know, after the COVID, we were missing something where gamblers could just come together and try to become better betters, try to learn from each other and, and maybe do some collaboration, uh, do some knowledge sharing and, and whatnot. So I said, you know, I'm waiting for somebody to create it. And then, you know, if you wait around uh, for somebody to do something, it never gets done. So I said, you know what? Let me do it. Let me be the one that creates this event. And I know enough contacts in the business. And I think I can, you know it'll take a lot of groundwork, a lot of phone calls, and to try to get everybody under one roof. Um, and uh, you know it wasn't easy, but I think uh, if we pulled it off, it's going to be like you said. I think it's going to be epic, um, and it's going to be uh, one of the best uh, gambling conferences, in my opinion, um, you know, ever assembled. Let's let's give folks a. And by the way, you're right about Sloan. And I just want to. You know, just wistful, just <clears throat> memories of Sloan. Because I, I have, you know, ever since Vison started, the schedule doesn't work out, so I don't, I don't go there anymore. But I went six years in a row, and it really is 
where I, I will always pay a debt of gratitude to the MIT Sloan Sports Analytics Conference because so many of us met each other there. And even if even if the you know if the meetings were memorable, not so memorable, but it was it was a networking event. And you're right, the gambling side of it, we just kind of splintered off at some point. We stopped even attending panels. We just kind of did our own thing after a while. And so here is sort of the next evolution of this. Um, let's take people through because I think every one of these events is more interesting than the previous. It, it kind of starts a little even before the official start Thursday night, right? Yeah, so Thursday night, Alan Boston's going to have a movie night. He's, you know, they're going to be showing a film, California Split, and then he's going to be talking about the movie. It's one of the best gambling movies ever made. It's his favorite movie, and um, it's a good, you know, just a, a nice icebreaker to bring people together. Um, it's you know free for anybody that wants to come. You don't have to be a Bet Bash ticket holder to go to the event, and um, you can ask Alan Boston questions. He'll be able to uh, talk about the Final Four and his thoughts on it, and um, it's going to be you know just a good way to to, to, to start things off. That's Thursday. Um, and then we have Friday, which is the registration night, where we have people coming into Bar Canada, um, where we'll be having prize giveaways, and we'll, you know people will be able to sign up for the event, get their badges, get their bracelets, try to get everybody checked in um, for the weekend ahead. So Friday nights at Bar Canada, and then you know the list just goes on. There's just so many events. Um, you know we're going to have a networking party Saturday morning, um, where people are going to be able to have like not speed dating, but speed networking. They'll be having seven minute interviews with each other, seven-minute meetings um, based on your preferences. So if you want to meet some NFL people, some other handicappers, um, maybe you want to meet people that might have outs, maybe you want to, maybe you have a model, but you want to meet some investors, you'll be able to fill different things out and try to be able to get paired up with other people so that you guys can then um, work together and maybe uh, try to make a connection um, from the conference. It's all about networking. It's all about trying to meet people. Anybody that's been successful in sports betting, will, they'll be the first to tell you that, you know, the most important thing is meeting new people and, and, and expanding my network. So I know that this is important. This is how I got established and this is how I've become successful. So I kind of want to make it easier for everybody to be able to, uh, to network as much as possible. And throughout the whole weekend, that's what it's based. It's focused on to be able to just network and meet new people, as well as run into a couple of legends in the business. There's just so many, you know. It's just uh, it's it's it's, it's going to be so incredible, Gil. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, and I'm not going to give away anything here, but it's you, you even I think something we texted about which resonated the most was even we can't say who we can't say the names, but even. You know, one of the largest gamblers on planet Earth said to you what exactly about the event? Yeah, so, so you know, one of the biggest, biggest gamblers and most successful gamblers in the world, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to say names, but he told me that, you know, I, I'd like to just come and maybe I'll learn something. And this guy does not, you know, <laughs> this guy doesn't need to learn anything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but that's how that's how humble, you know, the hustle never ends. He wants to learn. He wants to keep expanding. And you know what? You know, he wants to be able to, um, to try to just, you know, meet new people. And he's always, you know, once you have that success bug that bites you and that you know what it takes to be successful. You just want to keep staying ahead of it, no matter what. You can have all, you know, be a, be super successful, but you're not going to stop. You don't want to quit, and a lot of people have that. A lot of successful people have that. Um, so, you know, he's one. The, the list is just endless on how many people. Like I've announced several people that are going to be there. There are several people that I haven't announced just because you know they don't want their name out there. But believe me when I tell you, um, when you see these people at this event, they're going to you're going to be like, oh my. God, uh, you know, there's a lot of the best of the best in the world. I made a, a joke tweet a couple, a couple of days ago saying if they drop the bomb on this uh, on this event, um, the entire industry will be changed forever um, and will never recover. That's how influ you know there are just the, the the lineup is absolutely amazing. I can't believe that you know it took a while, but I can't believe I was able to get all these people together under one roof um, for a weekend. It's just I, you know it, it was a, <laughs> I, you know, I still pinch myself that this is happening. Give it give a sense of what this. So on Sunday there will be panels that people can come attend. Give a sense of what those are about. 
Yeah, so we're going to have some panels um, talking, you know, all gambling panels, gambling-related panels, where we're going to be having bookmakers, bettors. There's going to be a panel on the ethics of sports betting, um, you know, what's right, what the unwritten rule between bookmaker and better on what's right and what's not, and there's going to be a debate on that. Um, there's going to be on the art of bookmaking, what's the right way to book, what's the wrong way, what's, what's or not just the wrong way, there's different methodologies of bookmaking. So there'll be bookmakers on that panel discussing that. Um, and then there's going to be a panel on Stardust Memories where we're going to have legends, Roxy Roxborough, Scotty Shetler, who's flying in from Minnesota, and Richard Schutz are going to be just discussing how the Stardust was so revolutionary in, um, in, in kind of setting the groundwork for, uh, for Las Vegas bookmaking and international bookmaking is what it's known for, being able to book all sharp customers and being able to take everybody on. Um, the Stardust w w was, was, was a big, big powerhouse and, and, and you know, set the tone, you know, with the whole lottery system and all that. So they'll be discussing that. And then finally, there's going to be the Art of Sports Betting Conference where, um, you know, uh, you'll be moderating that, Gil. I'll be on that. Elihu Feistel, Zach White. And Chris Bennett from the Circa, uh, we're going to be on that. We're going to be discussing essentially. Um, so you know how to win. Now what? What? What's the next step for longevity? How do you make keep the urn alive? How do you make the urn last? Um, and 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 working on different techniques that are very you know they're they're not you know a lot of these techniques will not be mentioned in a public uh, setting like on you know we don't want to do this we want to make it so that the people in attendance will be able to kind of hear some of these might spark an idea. I'll be sharing some things that I've never said before on how I'm able to um, to last in different places and whatnot. So it's going to be uh, it's it's just going to be epic, man. You know what I mean? It's going to be insane. Phenomenal! It's absolutely phenomenal. I, by the way, Spanky, I can only mess up that panel. That's my only. That's the, no, I'm no, the only no, one no, I, I could bring it down. Yeah. Gil, you're a, you're a seasoned pro. Uh, you're, you're accomplished. I'm, I've never done a panel before, so I'm over here going to be speaking. Uh, but I'll. I'll uh, it's going to be a good time, man. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tear it down. I think it's going to be great. And then, uh, and obviously, people are going to watch the March Madness games as well. You have a little get together for that at uh, at a Stadium Swim. We have three open bars. Saturday night, we have the Stadium Swim open bar watch party, uh, food, drinks. You know, uh, there's going to be cocktail waitresses all around and, and beer buckets everywhere. That's the Saturday night. Sunday night, there's going to be a Legacy Club uh, a cocktail party. You know, there's a dress code for that. You can't come in like looking like a bum. Uh, Legacy Club uh, has uh, has a dress code on their website that we're going to adhere to, of course. And, um, and that's going to be, you know, everybody. The who's who is going to show up to that. And then Monday. Monday night, we're going to have the championship game watch party at the Circus Sportsbook, where we're going to have, you know, the, the championship game, again, open bar, uh, barbecue food, um, uh, burgers, all that stuff, chicken wings, everything is going to be served, all comes with ticket purchase, um, and that's going to be, you know, it's, it's just going to be incredible, man, it, it, you know, to be able to get, you know, three open bars, all these expert panels, the networking event, and then there's going to be unofficial meetups, guys are going to be meeting at the D at the Long Bar at the mega bar at the circa uh we're going to be heading on over to this and that and you know a lot of people are going to you know just just uh group off into certain different things uh there's some seminars involved everything's on the website betbash.co if anybody wants details and um you know if you're going great if you're not well you know maybe next time <laughs> <laughs> maybe next time betbash.co and there's a bookmaker brunch on monday as well yeah, so there's that's that's another. So on Monday morning, there's a, a Betty Bookie Better breakfast or brunch. As the, it's at 10:30 a.m., where we're gonna have you know legendary bookmakers. You're gonna be sitting on a round table with bookmakers and betters, all professional. You know the, the list is endless. Jimmy Vaccaro, Chris Andrews, Vinny Maiulo, Nick Bogdanovich, Richie Bocelleri, Vic Salerno, Robert Walker, Scotty Shetler, Richard Schutz, Roxy Rock. Wow. Bird Osborne, Jeff Davis, Chris Bennett, Matt Metcalf, Johnny Avello, John Sheeran, Adam Bjorn, Jason Scott. The list just goes on and on and on. It's just, uh, you know, I can't, I can't fit them all. It's just, it's going to be amazing. Spanky, we appreciate it. We'll see you later in the week, man. Thank you so much. Looking forward to it, Kill. Thanks for the time, bud. Spanky, everybody, uh, creator of Bet Bash and Bet Bash Two this weekend at Circa. You can follow him on Twitter at Spanky. Coming back with Paul Spore and more numbers game Visa, the sports betting network. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford 
Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Numbers game proudly brought to you once again by BetMGM Nevada. Don't forget the NFL draft is so close right here in Las Vegas, and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts for Matt Humans and Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM. VSIN host Mike Pritchard, who was a first round pick, Sean King, Super Bowl winning champ, will give you insight that you can bet on. Also, legendary sports broadcaster and voice of the Raiders, Brett Musburger, will give his draft best bets in our NFL draft betting guide. Sign up today to get full access to VEASAN through the Masters, the start of the MLB season, and the NFL draft for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash spring. It's Gil Alexander. We got tweets at Beating the Book. John Emerges. Always great to hear from John. He says, jealous, but happy for everyone that gets to be out there for a fantastic event. I expect to see plenty of pictures, Spanky. Uh, this one is from D. Anderson. Jeff, what do you make of this? When will the newsletter be updated? I missed the golf picks. Oh, boy. Did you miss tennis? Did you say mean tennis by that? This is from Brad at Spiderweb. He said, man, I wish I could make it. Thank you, Spanky. Are you going to record any of these lectures as guys like me can get a piece of the knowledge? Good luck. I hope it goes great. Uh, Spanky responds to that. Uh, They will be recorded for a future release one day. There's your answer, Brad. Uh, This is from uh, Tim Fraley. If you are talking about the great white shark and he is there and I am not, I will go and jump off the nearest bridge. I have already been searching for one as is. Cannot believe I can't be there. More depressed after listening to this on Visa. (laughs) Mike Alvarez making some creative suggestions. Um, More and more tweets about that. I appreciate it. Uh, Everybody feeding back. Can't wait for the event. Um, Let's just show those AL MVP futures that we were just talking about moments ago, Jeff, uh, about Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. It's being a top-heavy market. Boy, oh boy, is it top-heavy. Shohei, Mike Trout, and Vlad, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., plus 350, 4-1, plus 450, respectively. Otani, Trout, Guerrero Jr. Everybody else in the AL, 20-1 to or longer. I mean, I got got the Corey Seager one as a long shot, right? But, like, it's just, that's how the market feels about Otani and Trout right now. Well, and Vlad Jr., too. And Vlad. And Vladimir Guerrero Jr. in that stacked Blue Jays lineup. By the way, I, I, it's going to take some time getting used to the new Guardians logo. 
And it's also going to take some time getting used to Corey Seager playing on the Texas Rangers. It is. Uh, what do you think about the Guardians logo? I'm not digging it. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I, again, it's going to take some time. You know what it's better than the, uh, the Washington Commanders taco logo? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. The thing, that little that. that little thing you put the taco shells in. Gil, Gil I, I want to bring something up here because yes, please. On, on those odds, there we we took uh, about the top ten, twelve, and, and put it on the screen. But it it's pretty fascinating to me that the Chicago White Sox are pretty clearly the best team in the American League Central. I know where you're going. And how many Chicago White Sox are on that list? I'm counting zero. Zero. And you and I were having this discussion during one of the breaks mm-hmm. earlier. Jose Abreu won the MVP two years ago. And we're sitting here two years later now. And who is the White Sox best player going into this year? Where the White Sox, to me, and and you were a little surprised when I said this to you, I think the White Sox are at least 10 games better than the next team in that division. I mean, don't we? Uh, the reason I, I wasn't surprised, I was just like, don't we think that every year of them? In that right, division, right. These Usually, days, when there's a division that seems lopsided towards yeah. one team, yes, we we could we could think that. With apologies to the Guardians and the Twins. Yeah, yeah. The, the Tiger, the Tigers, and the Twins are probably neck and neck for second, and then the Guardians at some point I think are going to trade Ramirez, so that's going to change them. The Royals aren't ready yet. If we're looking at the White Sox here, and I, and I brought this up to you, where. Every once in a while in this market, you're just taking big numbers here and hoping you have a shot here, Gil. Tim Anderson in one book is 80 to 1. And I'm not saying Tim Anderson's going to win the AL MVP. But for a guy that has led the league in hitting multiple times, including just two years ago, and you brought this up where maybe the Babbitt was a little bit lucky for Tim Anderson through the. Through Not the it wasn't just Tim Anderson. There's like three or four guys in that lineup that right. just seem to have the best fortune in Babbitt. But yet they've sustained it for a long right. time so, now. Look again. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying like a, a Moncada or or mm-hmm. a Jimenez or an Abreu. I'm not saying any of these guys are going to win MVP. But if one of those one of those four guys, an Anderson, an Abreu, a Moncada. Uh, and Jimenez has a huge year. And the White, let's say the White Sox win 105 games, 103 games. What's stopping one of them from stealing the MVP award away from an Otani or, or, or a Trout when you're the best player on the best team in, in the American League record-wise, even though, again, I think the it's more of a byproduct of the American League Central not being any good. Looking at Pakoda projections, and Pakoda's just one you know, one sort of projection system, but it's the Nate Silver tried and true one uh, over at Baseball Perspectives. They have the White Sox winning the AL Central by five games, roughly in their projections, over the Minnesota Twins. Everybody else sub-500 in that division. Uh, The biggest margin they have projected in terms of a, a team winning a division, I was actually really surprised by this. Well, actually, not so surprised. I was a little because I think it, it sort of, I, I think I think projection systems underestimate whatever alchemy the St. Louis Cardinals put together every year. But Milwaukee is is favored to win the NL Central by about 14 games per Pakota because Cincinnati has effectively punted on the season, right? And I guess they're just sort of thinking they think Chicago and Pittsburgh are gonna are gonna just stink out the joint. St. Louis is the one I might disagree with a little. Yeah, I'm I'm not certain of like like the Cubs probably are mid seventies. The Pirates are going to be really really terrible again, and the Reds are giving up. I'm looking at these though, but like NL West, they have the Dodgers with an eleven game roughly eleven because they do it with the decimal points, but eleven game margin over San Diego, and they have the Giants going back to a to a sub five hundred record. Yeah, have we not, not learned anything, Jeff Parlay? Giants magic is a thing, right, Gil? Do they factor Giants magic into their model? <laughs> what 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 do they have the NL East at? Because that feels like NL East is the closest of them all. It feels like there's three teams in that division that realistically could win. The NL East this year. They have Washington dead last. They have Miami second to last. They have Philly winning 86.3 games. And then one and two neck and neck. Your Metropolitans 91.2. The Atlanta Braves 91.1 wins. Wow. So it's it dead get, even. Doesn't get closer than that unless the tide. Dead even. I, I actually, in that division, this may come as a surprise to some. The best value on the board is if you can get the Phillies close to five to one is the number on that division for me. 
because that that lineup is ferocious. They're going for it now. Yeah, ferocious. The problem is very top heavy rotation. Nola and Wheeler, obviously two two excellent pitchers. Not much after that, and still extensive bullpen questions. But that lineup, well, they're going to try to win games seven to five, six to four every single day. And they have the lineup that is more than capable doing that. And they play in a great hitter's ballpark, as we know. I'm not loving some of these, Bakota. I mean, I'll, I'll see what Fangraphs has on some of these. But the the other closest division they have is the AL West. They have Houston nipping the Angels by two games, roughly 90 wins to 88 wins, with Seattle seven games back. They have they have the Oakland A's dead. They have the they have the Baltimore Orioles projected as the worst team in all of baseball, sixty one wins. The second worst team, the Oakland A's at sixty five point four. They have the Dodgers, no surprise, the best team at one hundred two, one hundred two and sixty, <laughs> exactly. And they have the Yankees, the next best team, with a seven game projection lead projected standings New York the Yankees 98.7 wins the Jays 91 the Red Sox 86.2 and Tampa Bay again 85.3 why do we keep underestimating the Rays the Yankees at 98 I'm just, just telling you what Pakota has just okay. telling you what they have wouldn't shock me if the Yankees finished fourth they have the Yankees as a 97.8% chance to make the playoffs. They have the Dodgers at 99.7%. You know what? To make the playoffs. If someone did a preseason yeah. 100%, the Dodgers would be the only one that could possibly even be that, Gil. That team is just so ferociously good. I haven't given my season win totals yet, but I will tell you that I, the Houston Astros are, are like lined at like 92 wins. Bakota has them at 90. I think I would play, I think I'm going to play under on the Houston Astros. Because they just strike me as a team that is looking for a reason to break it all up. Obviously, with Correa's departure now, I just feel like we've we've seen the arc of the Houston Astros. First of all, getting to 92, even if you're not breaking up, is, is still a really tough thing to do in any given year. But you have the Angels and you have the Mariners. Yes, I know the Rangers and, and Oakland not not expected to be good at all. But you do have two good teams in that division, and I just, I just feel like they could sell off. And I know that sounds nuts, but if they're, if they're a bubble team come July thirty first, I don't know. And and by the way, you make a statement like that before the season, people think you're nuts. I also said the Giants would make the playoffs last year when they're eight to one, and people thought I was crazy. I mean, there's there's definitely stuff out there in the market that no one expects is going to happen. That is absolutely going to happen. It happens every single year in baseball. Um, I don't know. I think I'd go under on Houston. Paul Sporer with more of his favorite plays. Uh, we'll talk about all his favorite season win total under bets since he gave all the overs yesterday. That's next and more with Paul on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Wendy's Breakfast is the official breakfast of March Madness. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup like the Breakfast Baconator, Croissant Combos, and Hot or Cold Coffee. And like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends oven-baked sizzling bacon, fresh cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and a Simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive through and pick up your Wendy's Breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets. At beating the book. Uh, let's see. Where are the tweets? Where'd they go? Oh, here they are. Uh, this is from do 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 do. This is from Chris Hartman. Gil, I believe, uh, what is it? Uh, Epictetus? It's like a Greek mythology name he's coming up with. It. Said, uh, said it best. Quote, it's impossible for a man to learn what he thinks he already knows. Very interesting to hear one of the greats says uh, he'll maybe learn something this weekend at Bet Bash. I can't wait to just sit and listen. Thanks. Chris Hartman will be in attendance. In attendance. Football is life. Uh, hi, are the special seminars at Bet Bash being broadcast online for some reason? I thought I can buy a ticket for online attendance. Thanks in advance. Nope, they are not, at least in the current plans to do so. Uh, but in the future will be. Henry's boy, too. Gil, please repeat the tennis picks. Business is getting in the way of my action. Always enjoy the show. Thanks. Uh, Cam Nori, which just started. Danielle Collins and Francisco Serundolo later in the day. Collins against Osaka. 
uh, and then Sarundalo against Tiafo later in the day. Yesterday, 2-1 and one on the tennis picks. Uh, in the one that we lost, we were up a break in the first set, up a mini break in the tiebreaker, up a break in the second set, couldn't get home for the sweep. Uh, Jerry Roche, Gil, any chance Spanky or someone prominent in the business is doing a Bet Bash in Atlantic City for the East Coast guys? Well, Bet Bash 1 was on the East Coast, by the way. Um, sorry you missed that one. I don't know if it was in Atlantic City, but it was on the East Coast. I'm sure he will do events uh, on the East Coast in the future. Let's talk some baseball, some more baseball. He was on with us yesterday, uh, gave a slew, that would be four, different overplays season win totals-wise, comes back to talk unders and more with us from Fangraphs, from the Sleeper in the Bus podcast, and from twitch.tv slash Spore, where he's up all night playing video games. MLB the show, of course. It's Paul Spore. How you doing? I'm well, Gil. How are you? Oh, no. He has a Nationals hat on. Does that mean you're going under on the Nats? Is that, was that where this goes? <laughs> No, I actually wanted to throw you off with that. Oh, okay. I, figured you, I figured you thought I might be going that way. I'm I'm actually not. No, I mean, they, they've actually got kind of a tight number. And I don't know, like a, a team like that, you know, I think I think the more experienced uh, seasons win betters would probably have a better take on this because this is not uh, uh, something that I do as often, especially on unders. Unders with superstars like Soto have to be scary. Yes, because you just never know what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so again, I don't, I don't do a ton of unders. I'm, I'm an overs type of guy when it comes to season win totals. If I'm gonna do them, uh, it would be scary to ever put it on the Nats because they just, they have some superstar power, and I, I worry that that could just take them on a seven game run, even if they were a, a still a prototypically bad team. But their over unders, like uh, I think seventy. Yeah, I couldn't go, I couldn't go under on that with the Nats. What did you end up liking under wise? So I want to add one more over because I did a little bit more studying and I I really came out liking that Marlins number at 76 and a half, 77 and a half uh, at MGM. I think 76 and a half at some other sites. I'll I'll shop in a little bit. So obviously see where you can find it. It actually is 76 and a half now at MGM too. I like this Marlins team. Obviously they've got the great pitching. They're slowly starting to improve the offense. We know it's not a great hitters park, but I like the Soler pickup. I like the Avisel Garcia pickup. Um, Jesus Sanchez, I still think has some breakout potential, especially as a power hitter. We know what Jazz Chisholm can do. We saw it for that first month plus last year. Then he got hurt. He wasn't great on the return. Still a very strong talent though. Very raw. Um, But yeah, if that offense gets going a little bit with the pitching they have, I like over 76 and a half. So I wanted to add the Marlins there before I get into a couple of unders. Please. Okay. So Marlins added to the ledger, just for those who missed it yesterday, overs on the Twins, the Athletics. Who did I miss also from yesterday? Tigers. Tigers, of course. And I believe there's a fourth, right? Was there not a fourth? Marlins. Twins, Tigers, Athletics, and Marlins now we add. Yeah, I don't know if I had a fourth Maybe yesterday. You if I did, I'm even forgetting it. Maybe so you didn't. It okay. couldn't have been that strong if, if I uh, if, we, <laughs> if neither of us can remember it. I cannot remember it, so maybe maybe I'm just making that up. Okay, uh, which few unders do you like? So the White Sox at 92.5 is a team that I'm looking at. It's less about the team and more about the division right now. That division's on the come up. Uh, you, you heard me say over on the Twins and Tigers, so it would only be fitting that maybe I'm a little bit, uh, a little bit sour on the top end of that division if those two teams are going to rise up. I also think the Royals, you know, that they're moving their way forward. They had a big April last year and then fell by the wayside. Tigers were the other way. They had a rotten April and then they were good the rest of the way. But both those teams are on the rise. And even Cleveland, I think they're going to kind of be another like uh, a a tough out, right? It's going to be tough to take two out of three from them. They're not going to be that good, but they went 80 and 82 last year with like basically Fran Mill and Ramirez as their only hitters and then some good pitching. I think they're going to be kind of like that again this year, but then the other teams are also going to be tough and that's what's going to hurt the White Sox more than anything that they're doing. I still like them as the division favorites. I just think it's going to be a real grind and they might wind up winning closer to 90-91 to win that division. Under on the White Sox, Jeff. Jeff Parles just took a bullet on that one. You okay? I, I, I'm not betting it. So okay. I was, or I wasn't, right. Let me rephrase it. I wasn't betting the over to begin with. Okay. Let me rephrase okay. it. Okay. <laughs> just check it. It's a good club. And, and the tough part is it, it, it is such a good club, but I really do think that they're just going to have a tougher time in that division. Uh, they'll still come away with it, but they're going to have to battle because all four teams are giving them a series every time they're touring the division. Whereas last year, I think they had an easier time of it. Honestly, they underperformed. I grant that, you know, that, that 93 win team, probably more of a 97, 98 win team based on run differential, but 
I think that they, they've come, the pack has jumped up to them more than anything that they've done negative as far as the White Sox go. All right, another under. What do you like? The Red Sox, just the, just the Sox, you know, I'm, I'm just down on, on both Sox right now. Uh, no, I, I was, you know how I felt about this team last year, Gil. I didn't really believe them, that home run suppression that they had for a very long time that kind of carried them, that pitching is, was smoke and mirrors, and they got to 92 wins. They, they, they made me look foolish, uh, but I'm going to go back to the well here. I like the story pickup, but that's on offense. The offense, I don't have the problem with. I, I haven't had that problem with them. I didn't last year. I still don't like this pitching. I like a few elements of it. I really like Tanner Houck, but how many innings is he realistically going to get? 130 max? Like, he can't not turn the rotation around on his own. Are we really betting on a second straight season of health from Nathan Eovaldi? And I say this as a huge Nathan Eovaldi backer, Mm -hmm. meaning I know very well not to do that not to bet on back-to-back healthy seasons because he's literally never done it. He he only has two 30 start seasons and the other one was back in 2014 and, and then last year. So I love him. I'll be rooting for him, but I just, I can't get there with him. And then the rest of the rotation is, you know, what, what is it? Pavetta, Waka, Hill, Paxton, maybe coming back sale when he gets healthy sales. Great, obviously, but what can he be relying on for? And then the bullpen is still something I don't like. Garrett Whitlock is the only piece of that bullpen. I like, I still don't believe in the Red Sox pitching. They, they outran it last year. I'll tip my cap to them. Their offense papered over the problems that they had because it, it was still not good pitching. They just had good home run suppression for the year. I think that comes home to roost. And uh, I think it's under 86 and a half for them. Uh, 87 and a half. Easy for that. Uh, I, I don't like the Red Sox this year. Yeah, people should know you were Nathan Eovaldi before Nathan Eovaldi was cool. You were that about Corey Kluber, Eovaldi, just, uh, uh, just a couple of the many pitchers that Paul was ahead of the curve on. Any other unders, or is there, you leave it at that? No, ju- just those two. Just you know, those again, two. unders okay. I'm not that aren't my strength. Okay, I, I definitely have t- tougher time because I think a lot of unders have to come through. Obviously, talent, but the worst talented teams have the lowest unders. Like they're they're really low, right? Yeah. And so then you're looking at like injuries that are really going to send a team under and it's hard to predict that. So I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong here in the, in the uh, handicapping market thinks unders are a soft area to play. But for me that I've always found them tough to really zero in on the unders that I like. Uh, I, I could ask you about world series futures or, or, or league futures, but I'm more interested in division futures than anything. If you don't have an answer okay. to those two, is there a team in any division, which you are willing to take a flyer on? Maybe there's a favorite or a short shot that you think uh, has value. Obviously, you know, it's 162 games. So you want to be pretty judicious about where you put your money for six months on these, but maybe there's a number that exactly. stands out to you. I'm taking a look at them right now. trying to think, you know, because you look at that AL East, right? They have so many competitors, but all those numbers are tight on the Jays, Yankees, Rays. Uh, the Red Sox almost look like the best bet, but then I'm not going to turn around and, and want to go for them after I just said on their under. I, I, I really don't like them. I, I, these numbers are pretty tough right now. I, I think, honestly, if I was going to go, I'd go long and I would go with that Marlins team at plus 1400. I know that's, you know, that, that's a long shot for a, a season long bet, but these numbers are so tough. I, I know you and I have talked about this before about putting your money up for six months. Mm-hmm. It's not always the most fun. It obviously depends on your bankroll and how you want to manage it. So I don't, I don't always love the season long bets. So I'd be more apt to go for a team that is a little bit of a longer shot. Maybe even like the angels at plus 400 to try to take down the Astros there. I like a lot of what the angels have done. Part of that's wish casting though. I will admit, cause I just desperately want trout and Otani in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I would usually go long on something or just not play it at all. As far as the divisions go, just want to point out as a public service announcement, the San Francisco giants and their magic plus five fifty to win the NL West over at DraftKings. Just point that out. Could it happen twice in a row? I don't know. It Maybe could. It could. Giants magic. Don't ever sleep on it. We'll come back. Uh, home runs MVP. Since we just brought up Shohei Otani and Mike Trout, let's look at AL MVP, NL MVP, and the home run market. See what else we can get into. It's a numbers game at Visa with Paul Spore right here on the Sports Betting Network. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. From football playoffs to basketball madness... TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20. That's 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Paul Spore from Fangraphs. Once again, you can follow him at Spore on Twitter. Spore dot, excuse me, pardon me. Let's try that again. Um, Twitch.tv slash Spore. Thank you. Did I get that right? Perfect. All right. Perfect. Always trying, man. Uh, Okay. AL MVP, NL MVP. Let's start with AL MVP. Jeff and I were throwing this around earlier. Really super top heavy. Shohei, mm-hmm. Trout, and Vlad. And then everybody else is 20 to 1 or longer. And the question I was throwing around was, and I and threw this around on primetime action last night, uh, and you were kind enough to join us as well, but I was talking to Matt and At Kelly, and, and I was like, listen, um, you know, if Shohei does exactly what he did last year, this year, are these voters going to be okay making him the MVP again? And I don't know. They have to be. They got to be, right? They have to be. And so I get why he is at plus three. I'm surprised he's the um, uh, I'm surprised Juan Soto's a shorter shot than him. I, I, I know it's in the NL, but like I still I still don't get that. I still think Otani uh, because he's on a better team and that shouldn't matter. But it does. We know that it does. And if you're trying to to bet these markets, you have to take that into at least some account because voters will use that as a tiebreaker. And you never know which voters you're going to get because they rotate each award all the time. But yeah, I mean, it is Otani at the top there and I'm fine if somebody wants to just run that back. I tend to go a bit longer on these things. Um, again, just trying to trying to find that dream season and hit something big. You know, people were on Burns and Otani last year as co- they were kind of the up and comers, right? Because Otani, you know, remember we didn't know that that he was ready. Like everyone, he was getting being drafted in like ninth, tenth round of fantasy leagues. He was a much longer shot for for MVP last year. Now he shows that he's he's the man, and I understand why he's up there, and I understand why Trout's up there too. But I went a little bit longer. I'm gonna take the health gamble here um, on Byron Buxton at plus three thousand. It, it all comes down to that, right? Like it's that simple, but it's also that difficult because he hasn't stayed healthy. And I wonder if the best thing for Byron Buxton at this point is to strike up a friendship with uh, uh, Bryce Harper, who 
also played kind of recklessly when he was young, running into walls, getting hurt, and then kind of figured out how to dial it back without being lackadaisical. Bryce is not a bad outfielder. He doesn't dog it or anything like that, but he doesn't run into the wall as much anymore either. He doesn't put his body out there to where he's going to risk these injuries. I love what Buxton does. I don't want to dial him down into a uh, lame center fielder, but he needs to keep himself healthy. He's played over 100 games once. I would like to take the long shot, though, and uh, bet on him for the MVP this year. I just gave the case as to why not, because he never plays. But if he stays healthy, he can do it. Byron Buxton, 30-1, to 1, AL MVP, long shot play from Paul Spore. What about NL MVP? This one is much more wide open. We obviously have an injury to Tatis Jr. for three months. Mm-hmm. Juan Soto, who I... <laughs> At seventy-five to one last year, and finished second to Bryce Harbor, and I'm still bitter, dude. I don't blame you. Still bitter. I don't blame you. Uh, and that's what I said about the, you know, the, the the team context matters, which again it shouldn't. And I I thought there was a perfectly strong case for Soto last year, um, you know, versus Harper. I, I I don't think Harper was like a bad winner. I was pulling for you though. I really thought you were going to bring it home. Ronald Acuna Jr who I often say is the best player in baseball on a night-to-night basis if you watch multiple games every night, 7-1. to one. The reigning NL MVP, as hard as that is for me to say, Bryce Harper, along with Mookie Betts, both at 9-1. to one. And then you see everybody else, including Tatis Jr., uh, at 10-1. to one. And He can't win. He, well, see, I have him at 300-1 to one right after the his, his absence was announced. So, you know, it's all about a number. 300 is a, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's yeah. a number you just take for the fun of it. You can't play him at 10 to 1. Then there's Freddie Freeman in the middle of that Dodgers lineup at 12 to 1. By the way, mm. it should be noted Jacob deGrom is wedged in the middle there at 20 to 1. He's, I mean, because he looks great at spring and, and everyone's getting back on the hype train. And I totally get that. I got a couple guys here though. You mentioned one of them, Mookie Betts, I think at, at, uh, at nine to one, I, I like that. I can get behind that as one of the shorter shots. I, again, I usually go longer on these, but I love Mookie Betts. I think he's excellent. That team is so good. Uh, if the hips more at a hundred percent this year, I think it gets back into being the, the Mookie that we know and really has a special season. I mean, this is kind of season that he could score like 140 runs <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. And then I like a little bit of a, of a longer shot here in Pete Alonzo. Um, he's 40 to one, obviously, you know, we, we know what the Mets Mets are going to Mets, right? There's something goofy is going to happen to that team, no matter no matter what. Uh, it's 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 tried and true. It's it's too proven. But Pete Alonso is is an absolute stud, and he's the kind of guy that can pop off for 50 again, and leads that team to an NLS NL East uh, uh, division title type of deal. And I could totally see him getting there. He hits the ball hard enough to have a high average too. If he has that that dream season where he spikes, you know, like a 290 plus average with a ton of ribbies, ton of runs. Obviously, the advanced stats would, would be big too. The average OBP, slug, WRC plus, all that. Uh, I just think that basically repeating 2019, but at, at even better triple slash, I think that's possible. He won rookie of the year that year. I think I think he could be a solid long shot for MVP. And I'll also spoil and say he's my home run pick as well. What, what's the number on uh, Lonzo for MVP? Well, 40 to 1. 40, 40, to, 40 one. to 1. It's actually reassuring to hear Paul say that. Because when I was going through this the last week, Alonzo at 40 to one stood out. And in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, you're just being a homer, Jeff. <laughs> so uh, reassuring to hear Paul uh, actually kind of has was, the same thought that I had. Was it reassuring for him to say Mets are going to Mets, though? Well, that's, that's a given. I can't. I can't argue yeah. with that. Okay. That's a scientific fact. Like, we don't we don't argue gravity. We don't Science. argue Mets going to Mets. Science. Yeah, these, these are things. But, uh, yeah, I like him for the homers as well, too. I'm just Pete Alonzo. He's, he's one of the preeminent power hitters in this league, and I think there's an MVP special season in that bat. Thomas Dolby, by the way, was an advisor to a company I was part of back in the day, and I we, he was an advisor. We used to go meet with Thomas Dolby, the Thomas Dolby, the guy blinded me with science. Uh, and uh, he was like a really calm dude, and he would also like, you know, double down on that by closing the shades. And I used to say to my uh, coworkers, it'd be like $200 cold cash if anybody in the middle of one of these boring-ass meetings just goes, <laughs> science, just in the middle of it randomly. So I would just stare at them in the middle of the meetings, like trying to egg them on, never happened. Do it. Do never it. happened. I would have done it. Gil, uh, you'd, owe, you'd owe me the money. <laughs> I'd have done it. Been awesome. Home runs. Okay, you just gave it away. You you like one of them. I gave one. One of them. You like Pete Alonso. He's he's second. He's ten to one in this yeah. market. Vlad is the short shot at seven to one. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. 
the usual suspects behind him, right? Joey Gallo, mm-hmm. Aaron Judge, Matt Olson now out of that, you know, cavern of a stadium oh. in Oakland at 13 to 1. And there is Shohei, 13 to 1. Salvador Perez, the reigning champ, 14 to 1. Million ways to go here. I, mm-hmm. I do like Juan's. I'm going to back that up with the MVP there. Obviously, the, the home run one feels even stronger, but it's also a much shorter shot. Uh, but I like Fran Mill there on that second side, 16 to 1. I, I still think Fran Mill has a 40 plus homer bat, uh, 40 plus homer season in his bat. He crushes the ball and and he also comes with he's another one of these guys that hits so well that he can come with a big average even though he's not known for like a, a, a you know he, he looks like kind of a traditional slugger who might hit like 240 now Fernando Reyes can hit like 280 on a, on a great season I really could see something like that but he could also lead the league in homers and then the long shot 80 to 1 Nicholas Castellanos. I'm surprised he's at 80 to one. That feels, that feels way too long for him. He hit 34 last year and he's just touring the best parks. Now he and Kyle Schwarber, by the way, you look at their trajectory. They're both just going from the best part to the best part that they can go to. Um, Schwarber has literally hit the three best lefty parks in Washington, Boston, and now Philly over the recent years. And uh, Castellanos going from Cincy to Philly is just staying in a hot park. So he hit 34 last year in 138 games. I would not be surprised if he popped off and was able to uh, contend for the home run title in Philly. So I really like Castellanos as, as a long shot there. I actually do like that number. By the way, did you see uh, his first hit as a Philly during spring training came as the Blue Jays broadcast crew was reading a DUI apology on air? It's, un- yes. <laughs> it's unbelievable. That, that is becoming as, yes. as strong of a scientific fact as Mets going to Mets. <laughs> That's is right. That Castellanos will be batting during some sort of like moment, yeah. right? When, when something is going on on the broadcast, it's happened multiple times. It's not just the Tom Brenneman one for folks that don't know. Yeah. He's just always happened to batting. Like when they're reading an obituary or giving a DUI apology, it's uncanny. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he would be the leader in awkward home run calls. <laughs> exactly. Sure. All right, uh, 80 to 1. So uh, you won't be tomorrow, but you'll come back later in the week. We'll talk about RBIs. We'll talk about hits, anything else, Cy Young, whatever it is that you like betting-wise. We'll do this uh, at least once more this week. Excellent. Sounds great, Gil. All right. Paul Spore, everybody. Thank you, sir. Paul Spore from Fangraphs, at Spore, S-P-O-R-E-R, on Twitter again, um, at Spore. No, it's at twitch.tv slash Spore. Twitch.tv slash Spore for... Uh, what a, what a crowd he has each and every night following him doing that. That's his bread and butter. And the Sleeper in the Bus podcast, of course. The Lombardi line is next. Cameron Norrie down a break. Let's get it going, buddy. It's next at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 